This is the Green Strength Podcast with Lucius Tyree IV, where the mission is building strength, enhancing performance, and uplifting consciousness. So tune in with the mind, body, and spirit, and let's get moving. Did you see that Vice news story? I didn't look at the, the actual story. I kind of saw the, the overview of it. But it's like this, God, dude, it's an older woman, and she gets on OnlyFans and does some stuff, and she's making some cash. <laughs> and for like, I, I think it's to like go, I think it was something like her, some of her family like passed away or something. Like she was trying to like raise money. I'm, I know I'm doing this wrong. Check out Vice. Weird deal, but it's it's weird because you're like, whoa, grandma, like, wow. But hey, entrepreneurship is what we're gonna <laughs> yeah. call that. Okay, it's freelancing, not entrepreneurship. Because <laughs> if you if you're working yeah. in the business, you can't work on the business. Mm-hmm. So you know, do you pay taxes on that like you do as an entrepreneur? Yeah, you know what, <laughs> I I would be shocked if they didn't send you a 1099 at the end of the year. Oh, I'm sure they do. I would, yeah, I'd bet almost anything that they're they're doing their 1099s. Somebody's, somebody's husband's <laughs> like, they get mail, gets a ten ninety nine from OnlyFans. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I you were How much? I can't believe I owe that much uh, money. <laughs> yeah, crazy times, crazy times. Uh, platforms for everybody, as we were talking about last week, like platform for the Liver King. Yeah, no. you know, now we're at like um, literally like two hundred thirty thousand followers. It's amazing, and you're starting to see an influx in the, in the picking up of. The uh, content, which is kind of should be the flag to everybody that like now we're getting into that thing. Now we're we're doing more videos than we were on average, and now we are we're starting to tell you how to live all aspects of your life. And I don't I'm not just picking on the Liver King here. I'm picking on like the entire like influencing world out there. Um, there's one guy that I've followed for a really long time. Um, very smart dude. I have a lot of respect for him, but I don't personally like him too much. And I I follow his thing, and I'm probably one of his biggest followers. But I I look at it, and I I started objectively thinking every time I look at it. And it started with an objectively thinking of like, this isn't possible for 99% of the people that that I've ever been able to be around. Um, And then I've, the more I've followed it, like, well, like, what do we do? Like, we're going we're gonna to lose every day no matter what because now you've given me so many things that I have to do to be healthy throughout my day and the extra choices that the healthy make. And all these, and it's just like, dude, this has gone too far. Like you're saying so much stuff and it's kind of like the liver king thing. I think our, our whole joke over that and, and, and watching that is like, come on, people. Like do you, you guys really think that somebody just figured this shit out? at a level that the rest of the world hasn't. And you're one of 230,000 people now that's lucky enough to jump on the train first. And it's just it's just a bunch of crazy, crazy stuff. And it, it makes me feel weird, man, because I really feel weird giving advice. You know, because then I like, it's like what we're talking about here in a minute and what we were kind of talking about the last couple of days. It's like, that's advice. And it's sound advice. But it's like, we all just give out this stuff over and over and try to tell you all the many things that you should do. And it makes it daunting because if us, if the three of us in here just literally, and I'm not even trying to put the, uh, put the uh, pillars on a pedestal, but if we just like honored the pillars, the three pillars, like we're, we're dominating the health scene. I mean, we really are, but now we could all sit here and kind of pull our little high horse and our little ego with like what we think is cool and what we've heard and what sticks with us. And we could each come up with four or five different hacks and these healthy things. And then it's like, all right, well, now there's 15 things that I have to do today. And if I don't do these, I've failed to some degree where I'm not as hardcore because that's what these exercise people, especially what's happening now with the liver king and guys like that is like, if you want it bad enough, you'll figure out how to construct your life and make it happen. It's like, cool. Well, guess what? The majority of people cannot do that. If what? you want it bad enough, you will do this. Well, majority of people cannot do that. And as an exercise person, I find it weird where 
the coolest thing and the baddest thing is when we promote the thing that none of our science backs up. You got to be a fucking savage every day, man. Like, are you living primal? Like, I'm out here honoring the ancestors. You give it all you got every day. That is the last thing that science and history have told us that you do to be fit and healthy. And, and that's what, I mean, I know I'm on a rant right now, but that's what drives me crazy because you, like, liver king. I've been in places in my life where I've been depressed and down, and I have out-trained that motherfucker every day, out-savaged him, out-stuck to the diet, out-everything, guarantee. But, like, it wasn't healthy. And if I would have promoted it with a cool spin, and especially if I took my shirt off every time and had world-class genetics and look a certain way, I'd have 500,000 followers. We'd have a message. I could start showing you how badass I am, how fucking much I know, how much more of a man I am because I get shit done every day. And it's like, what I want to look at the liver king now is I'm like, where is your family? You talk a lot about family. Like, where are they? What do you do? You don't have time to do shit else because I know what it's like to train hard two times a day, every day. And it, you don't have time to do anything else. You're basically giving the example of a professional CrossFitter almost and then act like you do all these other things too. And it's like, all right, let's get back to where we are today in regular world and nobody's going to be able to fit in that box. Well, you talked about it in that last podcast and you had said, you know, it was the, the extremes, you know, they, they catch the people's eyes and that's the one thing that it swings so far to the, to the extreme that you go, uh, you know, you're like, how do I keep up with that? And you, then you have to deal with failure all the time. And I think that that's part of, um, the martial arts world is sticking with things, accepting failure and, you know, not necessarily losing track, not, not saying, uh, I give up because that is true failure, but keeping going and trying to do your best every day, trying to stick with things, trying to hammer after things. And that's, that's where the true martial arts world comes in, you know, before, before we get too far down the track. Luke, you got to in, in, introduce our guest here. People are like, the man that that's speaking. I was about to. I was thinking of home. The man that's speaking over here, our, our brother Jacoby. Um, he's a brown belt under uh, Zach and Nate Adamson, the Adamson brothers in Seaside, Oregon. Um, he's a brown belt under Rafael Lovato Jr. as well here, as we're all one big family. Um, <laughs> but Jacoby's been uh, somebody who's trained jiu jitsu for how long now? Uh, uh, coming up on eight years now and, so. um, lifelong baseball player played in college and things. Yeah. Uh, baseball carried me a long ways and then I retired and I got really big and heavy and, uh, I, I came across the Adamson brothers and it was amazing. Uh, the I, life change that's happened. I think it's kind of cool too. Cause a, a lot of guys, uh, anybody who's listening might not know who you are and have a face to your name, but you are, um, uh, first off, you're an everyday dude. Yeah. Like I think a lot of people that listen or like might hear stuff like, oh, these guys are only around the elite and this and that. And it's like, dude, we have so many everyday people who were just like athletes who just their life changed to this sort of route. And you didn't have all the green strength and you weren't on the eating and, and living the lifestyle that you live now. But yeah. you've been a product underneath the Adamson brothers as just adopting these same principles and I mean, your life has improved. Your health has improved. Your status of everything you teach and do is improved. Well, and, and you know, and that's a, a, a thank you, by the way. And uh, I, I will say that it, it, I am fortunate to be able to be a part of this whole um, family circle, you know, and thanks to my, my professors, I, I do have this ability to, uh, to reach out and to get this knowledge. And so when it came down to it, you know, I was dang near 300 pounds. Now I walk around at 225, 230. And uh, the showing up every day didn't happen all at once either. You know, it, it, it came over time. There were things that set you back, and then you got to learn from those setbacks. You can't just passively go away. You have to actively work on things every day. And I think that that attitude comes from uh, being raised by a single mom. 
and you didn't ever have to get, you never got the days off. You always had to really grind and accept failure. And baseball teaches you that a lot in life too, because the best in the world, the Hall of Famers, they were successful 30% of the time if they were hitting in the pitchers. You know, you look at these guys and if they, they had 300 wins, they had 300 losses too. So if you're a 50 50, you were still a Hall of Famer. And so you still had to deal with failure. You had to accept failure every day. And I think that that mental attitude was, yeah, I got beat today. I got beat up pretty good, but tomorrow's a new day. I'm going to wake up. The sun's going to come up. I'm going to be just fine. I'm going to get after it again tomorrow. I'm going to give them hell because I didn't give up. This is another opportunity for me to get better. And I think that that's, uh, that's really kind of the, the message that I like to, to talk to about people and getting out there every day is not an easy thing to do. Having that mental fortitude to get out there. I'm 40 plus now going on 41. And when I started jujitsu, I was 33. I had, I felt like I had a lot more vitality. I had a lot more, um, ability to, uh, withstand some things or, or even though I was 300 pounds, I could take a little bit more of a beating. Now, as I get smaller, I, and I grapple with bigger guys, more advanced guys, it's, uh, while they might be more trained, I, I end up getting smashed and beat down a lot. And so recovery becomes a big part of it. And so then you can't go out there the next day and give it the, the, the gangster attitude that you had the day before you got to come in and, and just go slow. So that's the, that's the main attitude that I try to put forth for these, for, especially for my younger guys, my 22, 24 year olds. It's like, man, you can't show up three days a week and expect to get better. That's just not how it works. You got to be actively working on getting better, whether it be working on your mobility, whether it be, you know, watching YouTube videos. And if you just shrink it down to like just one or two moves and you try to work on those one or two moves and focus on that for a month, you're going to be way better off at the end of that month than you were not doing those things, obviously. I mean, that's just, right. that goes without saying. It comes down to intention. Yeah. You said a couple of things there that, one, like you said, that the showing up every day doesn't didn't necessarily start from day one. No. And we've kind of we were actually just talking about that before we got started. This idea that even just the basic green strength pillars may be for some people very extreme, right? That may be an extreme change for a lot of people. Where, like you said, so maybe you're quit baseball, like I don't know, you weren't as active, you'd put on some weight and all this. So it's like, well, now I'm gonna come out here and I'm going to show up every single day and I'm going to smash it. And it's like, well, that's not going to be a recipe for success. You're either going to get burnout. You're going to get hurt. Like it's going to be too much too fast. And it's like, it's okay to kind of ease into it and work your way into it. Because the idea being, I'm trying to make a change for a lifetime for the next 40 years, the next 60 years, however long it is, I don't have to make every single change today no. because that often doesn't work. Right. It's like, I'm no. trying to do everything all at once. And it's like, let's make one. So if I'm going to start eating real food, I don't have to go home, throw everything away. And like tomorrow, everything it's real food, hundred percent. It's like, well, let's, let's maybe make sure that at least one meal today is real food. If you weren't doing that yesterday, yeah. it's like work your way into it. And that's, I mean, we miss that so much. And Does that's that how that started of... for me with jujitsu. It was it would not so much started, but like when I got going active, it was for one month, I went one day a week and I devoted one day a week. And I was like, okay, for one month, that's not that big a deal. That was not much of a life change, but nonetheless, that starts the process. Next month, I went two days a week for four weeks. And that was a little bit of a stretch because then that was tough. And so I had to do that for two months and then three days a week, you know, and so slowly building. And then now I can roll after practice and I can, I have a little extra energy. And so let me kind of, let me kind of turn this around. Cause where this gets to is everybody knows this. This is the sound logic of like the steps it takes to get yeah. into something. We know this. What happens is what, where are people getting disconnected to the, okay, so they know the simple steps, but we're back to what I was talking about earlier. Like when people tell you so many things, the simple steps lose their, you don't even look at them. You don't even think about them. They've lost their value because now I'm, I'm thinking about the, the 15 other things I've heard about the last couple of days from all these things. And it takes something to just put your head down and do the work day in and day out if considering that work being a, a value and, and good for you of course but yes digging dirt every single day is pretty fucking basic 
Mm-hmm. But when we don't look at it as it is, is when we get too exterior and we start thinking about all these other things. And certainly there's going to be something that's going to help me get somewhere better or quicker. And it's just, I don't know, it never works. It's misleading. I'm very disappointed and upset that the fitness industry has become that. Like, that. I, I think the majority of us are... <laughs> narcissistic like stuck up assholes who can exercise i mean in a way and we and i feel like the industry should be trying to simplify things it should be trying to send correct messages that are that are realistic man i mean yes i'm using liver king example it's awesome if you have 500 acres or whatever and you live in this place but like very few people have that and I don't know. I've been able to be around a lot of people in training, and I just haven't seen too many people that can fit that description. Well, that's you it's know? a tough life. That's why it's so extreme, and that's why people get so like enamored by it, and that's why they they want to view that stuff. But you know, you get you talked about the having ten or fifteen things to focus on, and that's why green strength is. That's why the pillars made so much sense to me. Was it wasn't ten, twelve, or fifteen things? It was three things. And you know what? When I wake up in the morning and I'm breathing, I'm starting that process. And so the green strength lifestyle just seemed so no kidding to like, no, like who, how simple can you make it? So that's why I fell fell in love with it. We shouldn't be after checking boxes off. Like we should be doing actions that are just, that are, they're checking themselves off. Like naturally we should be able to look back at something and just start. I like getting, being able to make healthy decisions. I like being able to, to do anything. And if I can find the why and it has a little health benefit to my life or happiness, then it's doing something green strength. So instead of like give you a thousand different things, you should be journaling. You should also do your 10 minutes of this type of breathing. But then there's nasal only breathing. That's got a whole thing. But then there's this breathing. Then there's this time to exercise. And it's not that this time to exercise and you should do this then and you should eat carbs at night or you should eat carbs here. You should do this. It's just like eat real food and start to make like better choices. And then this shit just kind of falls together. Mm -hmm. But I get it. That doesn't, that doesn't sell things. That doesn't get everybody's attention. You guys have heard that throughout history from everybody. And so you are, you're looking for macho man, Randy Savage to, barreled through the fucking door and then he's here like not only am i gonna get leaner stronger uh, my blood lipid pro i'm gonna get healthier i'm gonna live longer like uh, the, these people have done it all um i don't know we've we've gone all over the place with this but it's it's got a good message well i think like an example of something i asked you about the other day mm-hmm. and i I mean, we all fall into this trap and it's like, I know this. And every time I do this, I know the answer. And yet, um, thankfully I will do the research and then ask somebody. And when I ask Luke, it, then I get the response that I need. And what I was looking at was supplements and I was like, okay, like, you know, an ad comes and it's like, oh, let me look into that. And I don't remember what it was at, at, at this point, but I was like, oh, this is interesting. They've, you know, they're promoting all these great health Thank benefits you. Yeah. So, you know, it's going to raise your NAD plus levels. And I'm like, oh man, I've heard about this on another podcast before. And, uh, man, maybe this is something I should look into. It talks about healthy aging. No, I'm 38 now. Thoughts are starting to connect. It's everything starting to connect. And I'm like, oh man, it helps you sleep better. You recover, whatever. And then like, it leads you down another path. Like, ooh, GABA. Okay. This is for sleep and whatever. And so then I, 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 I text Luke and I'm like, what do you, what do you think? And Thankfully, I get the response of, well, especially first of all, you got to talk about why. Why do you think you need it? What do you hope to gain out of it? Is it just because, oh, well, it's supposed to make me better? Okay, well, how? Let's like really put some thought into that. Two, is it possible to get those benefits out of something in your real food diet? Is there something yeah, you're not doing yeah. now? Is there something right. you're not doing now? Like, is it, oh, well, it turns out like maybe eating more leafy greens is a natural way to do this. Perhaps that would be a better option if you don't think you're eating sufficient leafy greens now. Easy solution, right? And it's like, if you get past that point that there's not something that you could be doing that's like real food, real addition, whatever, 
okay, well then maybe we can look at a supplement, but let's do it in a way that's measured and let's, we're going to try it for 60 days. We're going to, we're going to take notes on it. We're going to see, is this actually doing anything for us whatsoever? Or are we just throwing money? Cause if you get to the end of 60 days and you're like, I feel exactly the same as I did before. Well yeah. then, you know, you've probably been, been sold a bill of goods and you got nothing to show for it. And then of course, then I go and it's like, well, let me look at some studies here. And then you find out like, oh yes, taking this orally tends to not actually have any benefit whatsoever because it does like your body just doesn't process it in that way. And it's like, and here I was looking at these things and I'm just going to throw money down the drain somewhere, line somebody's pocket when nine times out of 10, it doesn't do anything. It's not helping. You don't need it unless you fit within a very particular category of people who like don't have access to certain food or whatever, then maybe in those circumstances. And it's like, okay, snap back to reality. If you're going to spend that money, let's go across the street and get some kale and like get, like get the same thing. But it just... I love my reply. It was fantastic. And it was like, God, I'm an idiot. Like, why don't I'm, about to, I'm about to read, say this because I Googled shit later that night. I looked <laughs> up stuff. You got me thinking. You got me looking down the thing, not researching my point, literally looking at supplements, you know? And... I'm, that's why I'm so passionate about this because I'm the same way. When I can construct and be a third party and give the actual wisdom, then we, we come up with an actual thing. When I let my mind go, Jeff's got me thinking about it. Now I'm going to kind of look at some different brands and <coughs> see some stuff and maybe, and then it's like, nope. Well, go well, back to the same thing I just said to him, which is the logic that, I, that, that takes dedication, that takes willpower to stick to. Like it's in my brain. It's, it's easy to give it to him, but it's hard for me to do. Yeah. You know? Um, so that I just found that funny the other night because, like, that literally happened. Well, as, as far as supplements go, since we're on that subject, I was just curious. What, what What's your what's the point of having the supplement? It, it, are you deficient in something? I, they had me convinced I was, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, thing. oh, I think I need more well, sleep. I need better sleep. Well, we all do. But, like, I yeah. mean, you know, there's things. Exactly. I get it. So, so check this out. I went I – went when I got in this rabbit hole, there's these, the new thing are customized supplements. So you go on this website, you fill out a quiz and it'll tell you based on your, it's like a five minute quiz, ask a lot of great questions. And then based on your response, it'll say, these are the supplements that we recommend. I went on this one side. I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus here, but, and you know, they look, they print out this little packet. It's even got your name on it and tells you what it's good for. So I was like, I'm going to try this out. I'm going to see what it recommends. It literally, and they're like, look, it's only $3 a day. $3 a day. Sounds like nothing. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 different supplements is what it recommended. 12, literally 12 different supplements that I would be taking every day um, to the tune of, oh, the, the first month was $3 a day. But after your first month, when you sign up, then it doubles that to then $168 a month in these 12 supplements to do everything. And look, this sounds great. This sounds great. This, okay, look, yeah. foundation formula, right? These are just your, your foundation stuff. Oh, you told us that you take certain medications. So here's your medication formula to help counteract the bad things the medication's doing. Here's your performance and recovery formula, your immunity support, your bone support, your strength support, your mood support, your CBD hemp support, right? Like it just starts going down the list of these things. And like, next thing you know, you signed up and now I'm getting boxes of this stuff every month that I'm not even now taking three months down the line, but holy crap, now I've got three months supply of this stuff. But then you actually start looking into it and it doesn't do anything. No, tell me, <laughs> tell me which one of the 12 are giving you the better benefit. <laughs> well, and it's so but funny because to be a skeptic, it's like, I feel like my mom does the same thing with the essential oils. She's like, oh, this is what you need. This is, and I mean, not to knock on, on that stuff. I have plenty of good report with that, but like, there's not, I don't feel like they're going to give me the answer to everything. No, what, we need to dig, what we need is to dig dirt daily. What we need is to look at that and, and do like what we did in, in the response with Jeff is like, where let's ask why, like, Let's ask why, and then let's look a little bit deeper as to what the supplement is. Now, just 20 minutes of Googling around and your education on it, you kind of know a little bit more, and now let's ask the most important thing. Let's look at areas of my life that aren't naturally allowing me to get as much of whatever this is. And if you can all of a sudden show that like, 
damn, man, you have been doing everything perfect. Like you've been on the NAD program and it's not working. Maybe we need to supplement something now. But you have shown that you can be an adult and figure out what it is, what it does, and what you might not be doing to get enough or, you know, be counterproductive or whatever. Right. Because when you say like, is there something in your diet? And it's like immediately I'm like, is my diet 100% perfect? No. Nobody's. That's always funny. Are there improvements (laughs) that I could make there? Yes. Well, maybe that's where we should devote our time, our effort, our money before Mm -hmm. worrying about the supplement that's going to sit on my counter and I'm going to take it and be like, I don't know. I mean, the you placebo know, effect is strong, but I don't know that I need 12 <laughs> pills. I mean, it's just it's crazy. And real, keep in mind, everybody, from when Hippocrates said this himself, let food be that medicine, medicine be that food. We, number one, should be promoting not supplements first. They are going to be the last thing in a real health world, Okay. So if we're really looking at a real health world, even be it muscle building and performance, we are looking at diet, lifestyle, and I say thoughts, but I mean that in like stress management. Like where are you at in a stress state? Um, but that's that's biology, you know. That's but we are looking at your life, your lifestyle, who and what you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and all that other stuff is not going to matter. Until it absolutely matters. But guess what? You've figured out so many things. You've probably learned some rare condition that you have that you're unique to other people. And now you're going down a road, you know. But uh, we're still, if we're going to talk about supplements, there's still some basic ones that are out there that, you know, for the last decade, I know both of you have heard that vitamin D is important. That's a big one. Um, Fish oils have have taken a big run. Like, okay, well, these are things that people don't primarily take consistently anyway. So don't talk to me about the supplements up chain when you don't even take zinc, magnesium, vitamin D, vitamin C. I was going to say the magnesium with the calm is really a big one that I do. I take that calm. Magnesium has like literally more pathways of connection in the body than any other mineral i mean it's insane well these are the ones that we can look at science yeah studies long-term analysis and say okay we know that most people are deficient in vitamin d where jacoby lives especially in like northeast coastal oregon where it's cloudy every day like you're you're further from the equator like you're probably not getting the natural sunlight even when it's sunny out you still may not be getting it so may like right I just don't think people understand what he's saying because uh, where I come from on the coast there, uh, and I I consider myself to be a Goonie. If you haven't seen the movie Goonies, you got to go check that out. But uh, it just, it it just, uh, it rains 300 days or it's cloudy 300 days a year and it's nice. It's nice 60 days and it's like opposite that here you know so it's it's tough and so yeah i mean even when it is good and nice you still have to take your vitamin d otherwise you start slipping down that that path and so yeah yeah, that's a big deal let me ask you guys this let's let's say we start trying to get this stuff to do things naturally what does that entail vitamin d people are going to say get out and get some sun maybe getting a little bit more vitamin a vitamin k vitamin b whatever whatever it be you're going to start naming foods. Yeah. You're not going to name anything processed. You're not going to name a supplement. You're going to start naming earth, water, sun, real food. Like, so we're back to the same square thing. We just took an extreme bridge to get here. And that's what everybody's got to look and understand. Like we've, you know, we just got to get ourselves back into proper proper position to be able to then look and play with things and decide where we're going to move forward because when we do start to move forward from proper position i'm just making that up proper position but when we do start to move forward we should have setbacks we should have times where we move back that shouldn't be a derailing thing because like we're healthy happy human here but there are going to be times when you try to do a performance thing and there's going to be a time when you got to step back or injury or something, as we've talked about a thousand times. So don't let that stuff derail you. That's not the stuff that literally should derail you. Because even if you're injured and break your leg and can't even walk, well, guess what? 
you got a hell of a lot more time to start working on your diet, your sleep, your like your elbows, your wrists, your say, neck, your you're like all this other stuff. So you're never out of the game. You're always 100% in the game. It's just the game you're playing. And most of us are trying to, the game is, the, the only game that we know how to play in health is kind of destructive. And I guess that was my point earlier, being that, man, when people show extreme, destructive, hardcore diets, hardcore training, hardcore abs, hardcore ass, then it's likes and it's credibility. And when people talk about basic shit that has stood the test of hundreds upon hundreds of years, it's wisdom that we all respect and we all go, ha, that's that original gangster stuff right there. But I'm just, you know, then we just skip away. You want to be the OG? You live the OG. You want to be this new squirrel jumping, popping on different programs, trying everything, and you're always kind of mediocre, never getting the results you want. There's a reason. That's another thing we talked about was that growth takes time and that the people that come and go, and it's like I show up, I do a couple months, and like, well, I'm not quite getting the improvement that I want. So I'm going to go try this other thing. Two months down the line, well, I'm not quite getting the improvement. And so you're just constantly jumping to different things and you're never actually giving anything a chance to work. Because for me, it took a couple of years before I re- doing, you know, green strength to really feel like I'm really like, I get it now. Like it, it's, it's like you get that, that maybe that early on improvement and then, and then you hit plateaus and it's like, you gotta, you gotta give it time. You gotta give it, you gotta trust the process. And that's easier for guys like us, I think when jujitsu, because it is a slow improvement, right? Like nobody just comes in and you're like, yeah, five months down the line, and I'm like just really good at this now. Like this is not. I mean, there may be some very rare exceptions, mm-hmm. right? But you know, it's a it's a slow gain, and it's like anything, right? Like growing up, you went to school. If you graduated high school, you went through twelve years of school to learn all this stuff. It's not like you just learned it overnight. You know, high it didn't take four two months. Years. Yeah, right. Like it's. <laughs> I. I mean. Well, as far as learning basic things, like let's take it back to one of the first things you learned, tying your shoe. You did not tie your shoe like right the first time. It took you many, many tries and probably failed over and over again. But guess what? Now you tie your shoes without even thinking about it. And you don't even think about that learning process. So we know how to do everything. Do, Do we just know? Is it just too much information? Is it just everything's too accessible? Things are too shiny? The time is just going by... That like, cause at the end of the day, and I always like think about like an example is, is I always think about to myself is, and like, just turn this, turn whatever I'm trying, having trouble getting across to you. How would you teach your kid things? I always think that it's like, you know, if your kid, you told him to pick up his room and he picked up his room like shit, you you know, you're going to go in there and show him like, this is how you pick things up. This is where things go. And you know. Do everything like you do everything and do it right the first time. And you learn all those qualities that that carry over to everything. And I guess it's just like, we just don't have time. Like we're, we're invested, we're passionate in our areas. And which is the interesting thing is if you're interested in something, you naturally probably adhere to a lot of the principles we're talking about. Okay. And I, and I'm not picking on you. You're just right here. I do the same thing in jujitsu. We're, we're both polar opposites. You're not in jujitsu. You know how to train. You respect the technique, the timeline more, but you might have had some frustration in the weight room. But if I sit down and I say, Jacoby, your technique and ability to get the most out of that exercise is just like your technique and your ability to get the most out of that move in jujitsu. And when, when you get that, then things change. They click a little better. And they click a lot better. And then a lot of stuff starts, that snowball effect kind of starts to happen where um, somebody really just defines it like, I am going to train. Like I'm going to intentionally treat this as a skill. And guess what? Maybe my jujitsu classes aren't helping me lose weight like they were before because I'm not training as hard because I'm training more skill focus. I'm paying more attention. I'm asking more questions. I'm drilling more. Well, guess what? The how, bad you, how bad do you want it? Get your diet in check a little bit. Right. Go for a walk in the morning. Now we got ads like we're looking at the lifestyle. 
you know, but the, the people are usually stuck in that. Well, I, I, I do want to get better at shoes too, but I'm also doing this to lose weight. And the only way it's helped me lose weight is to keep three classes a week. And I got to roll four or five times or I don't get that 20, 30 minutes of cardio and I don't change anything else in my life. So now my skill of jujitsu takes a stagnation point and my ability to train more and stuff. I mean, it's it's the same thing. Like we know this stuff. We just got to lay it out a little bit more logically and we've got to slow down, take a big deep breath, start asking whys, start asking like what is in it for us. Why are we doing these things? I don't, you know. And there is a lot of little steps there in that. And, and you can't get overwhelmed. You can't just, like the meme, you can't just walk up five steps and expect it to all, all click together. You have to go one step at a time. You need to be diligent. You have to, you know, trust in your process that you're doing. You have to have faith in yourself also. That's a big part Saturday, of it. Saturday, man. We were in here training. And I went on like a little rant at the end. <laughs> and yeah, I literally did. like... Every single person in the room, including myself, like needed, we just need to slow the hell down and like go back to like making these things that we know are ultra important. We need to make them better. They don't have to be that much better. But everybody in the room is, I kind of looked around. I was like, man, even the skilled and the non-skilled, we're all in the same boat. We all still have not made the best out of the things that we that are right in front of us you know what i mean and i mean that from looking at somebody who had massive skills and i was watching her do what she's doing and she's just just messing with herself in her head you know and there's like all this stuff it's like go back to the basics we are not like past them we always have to we always have to keep mastering them and they always they are blueprints to let us know What's happening past the basics? So even though you think, oh, it's easy to do this stuff, I do it all the time, then it's probably become a warm-up and a daily routine. And now you are a, a daily badass with the basics. And well, you have to all do all of that to you, get to the proper position. If you don't I do mean, it all the time, you, can't. you still think you can do it all the time if you're a guy, <laughs> guaranteed. And then when somebody warms you up with it, you struggle. Yeah. And guys hate calisthenics and the old school warm ups and the dynamic. <laughs> they think they're so athletic. And Dude, it's I, like, I hate it. But that's what I, Saturday. But you know what to do. I was like, you saw me Saturday. Like, pretty much all, I was kind of tired and like, I'm doing side planks and dead bugs and all these things that I actually hate doing. But it's like, yeah. Well, that's where we're being present. Like, sometimes we're just like, we're, we get it. Okay. We already yeah. know what we're doing, but we got to focus and I slow get, it down. And, and what I mean on when I said there was all levels, uh, let me, I kind of think this is cool. One of, one of the girls, uh, Rachel's, she's got great skills, man. She's great with the kettlebell. And so she was doing some working on her high pull. And um, I, I was just, wa- I was like watching her and I'm like, you know what? As a coach, what you should know, and she knows this, just wasn't thinking right that moment. It's just all the, the days and the time, right? But what I was thinking when I was looking at her, it's like you out of all people know that you get back down on that plank, even though you've done it a thousand times, and even though you're already warmed up and stuff. But these high pulls are kind of, they're, they're, they're getting to me. I was watching her spin her wheels. And my point here now is you get back in that plank and you find that line and you find that connection you aren't getting and you go right back to that exercise and you know that like A goes to B. Like this plank I'm going, I'm going to feel something, I'm going to connect something, I'm going to go right back to my exercise, and I'm going to keep this connection stuff. And we just don't go back to those, those like uh, blueprints and those, um, those areas that just help us do the big stuff better, you know? And it's like, go back, do your small stuff so that you can do the big stuff better. And the small stuff, as we've established today again a thousand times, is the three pillars, or it's just, you know, eat some real food, get some better movement and start sleeping more for one thing. And um, then the supplement stuff and all that other stuff will start to work itself out. You know, if you're doing all those things, you are doing better than the majority of us, the majority of time. Like that's what's crazy. You know, Jacoby, I want to switch gears. Yeah. I want to talk to you for a minute. You good. I'm here. Just 
to talk to the people. What do you, what are you here for? Why are you, uh, well, why uh, have you come literally halfway across the country to come hang out with us? You know, cause, uh, this is like the best place to be if I'm going to be a world champ. Uh, the goal is, uh, master's worlds, uh, November 11th, 10th and 11th. I, uh, we'll find out the schedule the week of, uh, that's the beauty of the IBJJF. They always <laughs> keep the magic in their own hands, uh, until last minute. So, uh, but coming out here, getting to train with professor Lovato and, uh, the gang, uh, Raphael is just an incredible, um, person to be around and he has, accumulated this amazing family to come in and get to spend time with and, uh, get to, uh, hang out with Luke and get my body really prepared at 40 years old. It's just a little bit tough to be really trying to compete all the time. Uh, even though I like mentally want to physically, it just doesn't do the things. And so coming out here, I get to mentally prepare and physically prepare for uh, worlds. And so this is just that the best place for me, even though back home uh, with the Adamson brothers, with Nate and Zach, we have a great Academy there and things are great there. I just hear big boys and lots of black belts. Yeah. You got to come get some, training out here get some rounds out here you can't just beat up on evan all the time like in seaside oh it is fun to beat up on evan he he he's uh it's a little easier now nowadays to beat him up so so yeah i just i take that stuff yeah 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 i know a little worse yeah so i i do i have a fun time beating (laughs) up on him but but out here we have we have the big boys and 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 to be honest it's it's a different game i get to experience a lot of different people and different games and rolling with you today jeff I, i was uh very impressed with your spider guard that was very good and so really causing me to focus on some other things and so where i my professors they will do the spider guard and they will uh lasso or whatever and they'll make it tricky for me but that's them that's not everybody else and so it was good it's good length in those legs no yeah (laughs) those are long man (laughs) (laughs) and sticky too it's a long ways around yeah but yeah and then getting the movement doing my green strength you know yeah. That's that's really where the focus boils down from me Chilling, in here. Going on walks, getting our stuff in, getting our movement. We're doing little we're things. It's a ton of little things, and honestly, it adds up. And every little thing that you are—I know you're not into checking off boxes. Well, I am, and and if it means that I get I get to accomplish that goal for the day because that was something I needed to do, it makes me feel so much better about myself. And you know, then if I'm happy, maybe my students are going to be a little bit more happy. Maybe I have a little bit better better attitude, and or I set up a better, I'm mentally more ready to put together a practice plan for my students. And so all of the things just coincide with each other and so not that i don't eat good food back home i I definitely have a good diet i I, but i could clean it up you know so let me ask you guys a question is there anything i feel like jujitsu is one sport or thing that has i don't mean it i feel like it, it really it builds like a family and a friendship and a different deal than a lot of other i mean a lot of other like activities man i think there's so much there's a deeper struggle that does something well yeah you're trying to kill somebody and then afterwards (laughs) you're like telling them man i love you and and so that struggle is it's so extreme i don't know Uh, i could be really looking at this from bad lens i mean i i came and had my first gym and i've been nothing but like into the athletic world and the, in the gym world and, and that, and then I met Raphael and I started training him. And so what I'm saying by that is like 11 years later, Raphael has kind of built my life around me. Like he's provide, you know, like all of us are family. Like everybody works out as pretty much part of the family. So I guess I'm looking at it from a lens where it's a little bit subjective there. You know, I don't know. I've got this philosophy that uh, my philosophy on jujitsu and just more broadly combat arts that we have this like primal need to engage in physical confrontation, right? So like physical aggressive. That's why people love football. It's why you know other countries they love rugby, and it's why jujitsu is so valuable because we. Have a tendency to suppress that urge to engage in combat, right? It's 
that's why sports and things are so popular. And what is more combative than like literal combat, right? Like all these other things, whether it's basketball or football or whatever, these are like adjuncts for combat, but we literally do it. I mean, it's simulated trying to kill another human and it just fulfills this like Mm. underlying primal nature that we have that we've through society have chosen to uh, suppress in many ways. And so a lot of people don't have that outlet anymore, right? They don't like, how is she going to go get that urge out, that frustration, that anxiety, that every, that, that need that you have to engage in this just aggressive physical behavior that is, is a no, no, right? You're not supposed to do that. And this gives like a, a healthy viable outlet. And that's why people get so addicted to it. I think that's my, that's my philosophy on it. That it, I'm it, 100% it with targets you. something within us that like we don't really acknowledge anymore. But you could do Tabata pushups. It's not the for, same for a simulated hunt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Well, my people simula- out there, a simulated hunt is what we do in jujitsu. It'd be combative hand to hand combat. Okay. Like CrossFit is not combat. No, it's not. It's not condi- <laughs> and it's not combat conditioning. There are a lot of very, very in-shape people who have great cardiovascular you know, skills and systems, and guess what? Put them on the mat, and they didn't... They I'll jumping. gas them out. I'll gas yes. them out in a minute and a so, half. Minute. <laughs> you know, when you want to be primal and you want to truly be ancestral, then we need to get to is is the old school stuff, man, and it just goes back to earth movement water, all that stuff. We need to really be actually be primal versus uh, modified push-ups. But I got you. I, I agree with everything, man. I think that that combative gene and that it, it does, it builds a different tribe. It builds a different brotherhood when uh, when we're in there doing some of the stuff that we're doing all the time. I mean, it's just Not crazy. only just the going after and being primal and trying to hunt, flip that. And now you're trying to survive. Defend, what, are, yeah. what are you trying to do? Well, like at the at the end of the day, like you just want to try and survive a that's lot of these one, things. That's and so thing that's, that's what really, when you thought you were going in there to be primal and be like, that's what you're trying to do. Being primal is trying to survive. Like when mm-hmm. everything is stripped away from you, what can you do? Like what what kind of real strength do you have, and how long can you endure that? So I think that's primal. There's something. Yeah, there's definitely something about another human being who can just exert. 100% control over you yeah, and prevent you from doing everything that it is that you're trying to do in this, this physical confrontation. And it, yeah. it is a eye opening experience to feel that, that I don't know what it is. I, I want to say fear, but it's not necessarily fear. You're not necessarily, but it is, I mean, it does hit this, like this fear when you've got somebody that's just smashing you put it on top of you and you're like i can do literally nothing right now i can't i can't do what it is that i want to do and we have this in our head that i think that we uh, overestimate our ability on so many things oh god and uh you well, know you say can't you can't you 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 put it already out there you you can't it's how long can i endure this yeah that's what you got that's the mental part of that so yeah if you're already saying i can't take it, this it's anymore. a beautiful thing though man that's the coolest thing coming from being in the strength world and which what i was considered in shape that was the number one best ego killer of all time to realize that there is literally somebody who's smoking cigarettes eating shitty food and has can't walk a couple miles without their back hurting but if they needed to whoop liver king's ass they whoop (laughs) liver king's ass like you know what i mean it's just like it's real world guys there's it's a eight billion plus people on this planet we all have different strengths, weaknesses, skills. We all have different thoughts. We all have different interests. There, you know, we all share one thing in common, though, and that's a baseline level of health and respect for others. And we get, we got to get back to that, you know, for sure. Um, and we got to get as primal as we can. Yeah, we got to be savage about things. I mean, that's 
I mean, we talked about that in the past where, uh, are you savage? I, I'll take that from you, you know, cause I am savage and, and there's nothing you can do about it do because not, you are not savage. Not you know what I mean? So like, I know, well, I, can't, I know, but <laughs> I like, but, no, 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 no. But I'm just saying like, Canceled. that's, that's yeah. But like, I mean, that's, that's the, it's being a gentleman. Like yeah. I, I can be a gentleman about things because I don't have to take that, but being savage, you have to be yeah. savage in jujitsu. And I do love that part of it. Well guys, we've hit the end of the road here. Uh, man, it's been a fun one. It's always fun having a special guest in. So, uh, Coach Luke, before we get out of here, you got any final words for the people? Final words, man. This, this fall is, is setting in here and winter is coming. That um, can be very daunting to a lot of people because I know you aren't going to be able to get outside and move as much. And if you are somebody that is a little stressed in the winter months coming in and not being able to keep your activity level up and, and hopefully lose weight or maintain what you've done through the summer, um, feel free to reach out for me. I would love to uh, help you out or just send you in the right direction of resources that will let you know it's not that scary and you will be able to navigate through the holidays and navigate through the cold times without a problem. And how can they reach out to you? You can follow me or find me on Instagram at greenstrengthiv or you can go to the website and contact me there, greenstrengthhq.com. Jacoby? Well, drop some wisdom on the people. All right. I, I tell you, uh, one thing that makes the biggest difference is uh, showing up every day. And uh, you can't do that if you are worried about failure. So the failure aspect is going to be as heavy as you make it on yourself. So don't weigh yourself down with failure. Be willing to go out there and fail. That way you are a success as you pile up all those failures. Because if you're not showing up every day and if you're worried about winning, you're, you're making the wrong attitude for yourself. You're setting yourself up for failure. So uh, get used to failing and show up every day. Perfect. Have you got any social media you want to point people to so they can come check you out and give you a follow? Yeah, sure. I'm at uh, AP on Instagram. I'm AP underscore Playboy. Uh, so you can hit me up there. I am also on Facebook, Jacoby Marshall. Uh, you can always friend request me there. So uh, those are my two outlets, and I am pretty active on Instagram. So there you go. We'll look forward to training with you some more this week, and good luck to you as you go out to master worlds and become a world champion. Thank you. It's going to happen. Feeling good. Absolutely. So thanks again for joining us for the green strength podcast episode, and we will see you next time right here. Once again on the green strength podcast. <laughs>